0: And we're here! Hello, we are here! It is Tony Tripoli and Dennis Hensley because it's the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Here's our theme song.
1: Oh, it feels That was a robust one. So it didn't, good. It didn't uh, drag out too long. It,
0: it just, didn't shoot far, but it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: exactly what I'm saying.
0: Have you ever been with somebody? Dropping loads. Have you no, ever... actually I haven't. All right, next topic. <laughs> what? I uh, had sex with somebody and... They shot onto their own face, and that's unusual,
1: right? I think so. I mean, no, well, it is. It's not when you're like a teenager or a young.
0: Why star. my distance hasn't changed? Really? Yeah.
1: I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. Dennis, I
0: still have the penis of a teenager. That's true.
1: That's true. It's uh, it's it's tender and pink and yeah. DTF. I'm sorry.
0: I meant to have the penis of a toddler. I yeah, misspoke.
1: TTF. And, TTF. Um, down to
0: fuck. Oh, DTF. Yeah, DTF. Yeah. I thought you said TTF. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, which is Tony Tripoli farts, which we don't want to <laughs> no. get into at all. No, not not in the sack. So, why don't, why don't you start us off? You have a bright yellow post I do. Of
1: what? Of things. Well, last night I um, went to a game night. Um, this friend of mine who I did a musical theater workshop with 24 years ago, Ugh. and I haven't seen in like 10 years or more. Uh, ran into him at Kukuru, because we thought they were all closing, but turns out the one in WeHo still is open for business.
0: But that's about it. That's about it, and it's- Ventura out, Boulevard, gone. Gone.
1: Toluca Lake,
0: gone. Gone. Across Wilshire, from the dish, gone. Gone.
1: Uh, so, yeah, you could still get your coup on in WeHo. Yeah,
0: and, so that's it. Cucuru so that's is it. totally hope to heat.
1: It's so hope to heat, and I don't understand why. When I do my taxes at the end of the year, the amount of cuckoo receipts yeah.
0: I have, they're now just cuckoo. I know. That's they're how few n- of and they're them calling
1: are. them the roo. Like, welcome to the roo. Like
0: Are they really saying that I or is that just it, in West Hollywood?
1: Maybe just in West Hollywood, but I saw it printed on the parking thing. Like if you're oh. just here for the roo,
0: uh-uh,
1: come for the roo, stay for the hand job, something like that. Wow. Well, now, now I'm listening. <laughs> now you're in, in, in so anyways, this friend of mine named Dennis, I hadn't seen him in a long time. Ran into him at the Rue and um he was like, hey, how's it going? And you should come to this party that we're having. And they played this card game. Well, it's not really a card game, but you it's called Mafia. Have you heard of this? Nope. Your uh, the cards are passed out, and um, some people are townspeople, and some people are Mafia. And there's a lot of hiding your eyes and then looking up. I'm out. And, no, it's fun, though. No, it's not. It's interesting. Yes, Probably it not. is. And there's a doctor character and a sheriff and they can do certain things and it was kind of fun to meet a lot of new people although i knew a few people see that also doesn't sound fun. yeah <laughs> so uh do you know tony Yeah. The casting director i mean yes <laughs> 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 well he was in in the mix and bill bucktrop who's always been very nice to me but the funny thing is i went with my friend glenn and um glenn and i always find the same people attractive, like, we're like, yeah. Is this Glenn
0: who? Glenn Sharoma? No, Glenn
1: Gaylord. Um, Okay. And uh, we, um, who I see quite a lot. He spins with me, and we see a lot of screenings and stuff. He's great. And um, anyway, Tony Sepulveda, because he's a a casting director and teaches at the Groundlings, it was like parade of the flirty, cute, straight actors. It was like a fucking parade. So, the door. We'd hear that we got there first, and uh, and then the door would open, and we'd just look over, and like this hot guy would walk in, and, yeah. And we just kind of. But he was clearly in straight. this
0: episode of Game Night. The attractive gay guy will be played by this straight actor. Yeah. And Ding it was dong. Like, oh, and understudied by this straight actor. And it was just a Ding parade.
1: Dong. And by the end of the night, it got so comical. And they're all gonna act really gay because yeah, yeah, Tony's yeah.
0: there because they want to get brought in for parts or
1: whatever the vibe is. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was saying they yeah they love Game Night, but um. But they were nice, and um, but it was yeah, you know just what straight a parade people of, love?
0: yeah, gay but, game night. But it
1: weren't. It wasn't that gay. It wasn't very gay at all. There I'm was sorry. There was hiding
0: your eyes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty gay to me. Exactly. There were character roles. No, there wasn't hiding your shame. There someone was shot the sheriff. Eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did but someone shoot the sheriff? Yes, actually. Well, then it
0: then it's a gay fucking game night.
1: <laughs> but um, at one point, you when you get eliminated, you were supposed to go outside and and um, like literally out. Yeah. In the backyard? Out in the backyard, and there was a table there or whatever. And there were this particular round that the people that were dead were going to communicate back to the live one through a character oh called the Gypsy my Sorceress. Oh, God. But,
0: um, <laughs> you are making this so much worse. And uh,
1: and I said, Yeah, we could just go outside. And Glenn goes, Or we could just go out the window and jack off. I said, I know. We cut to uh, cut to us in the
0: window. <laughs> There's a big bay yeah. window. My card says pervert. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Mine says, <laughs> I have to notify you when I move to town. Yeah. I, I thought I was just doing my role. Tony's probably to cast me. I'm Method. <laughs> Available.
1: <laughs> but um, it was great fun, but it was really a parade. And we were, I was like, we're going to have to rank them later. And I, I'm i like, I think I know my number one. And I'm like, my number one just changed. Uh, and hmm. yeah. But it was fun. And there was a lot of snacking that went on. Because you, once you're dead, it was just like... <laughs> snacking on so really Doritos. what you're
0: saying is that's how the eternity. that's what we're going to be doing for the hereafter
1: i think so and it's not that so it's, bad Just like life it's just like life so anyway yeah. i'm i i'm curious about this game mafia if anyone else has played it if Ugh. it's sweeping the land it's not it was fun i like it oh god all right i liked it it was a different you know kind the game of
0: game where you have to put a card like on your head or no. on your back and people ask you 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 ask the crowd questions who of you, who you are. are
1: like a celebrity yeah yeah
0: have you played it? Um well now they have it for kids. It's available and my niece wants it for Christmas. What's it um, called? It's called head headbands okay. because it comes with a headband mm. with a little pincher clip on the front where sure. you p- put your card right. so that you can physically wear it and it's like, you know, potato, sock, okay, policeman. You know, okay. it's those pickle. It's things like that. Yeah. And so that, you know, they're really easy for kids. Slash Jack. No, for kids. Oh. I'm at my uncle Tony's house, and I'm next to the bed in a box, and he doesn't want me to look around in his room. But when he wasn't there, I did look around and I saw me. What am I? Wow, that could be anything. <laughs> Is that the burn box? not no, the, the flesh jack. That was the flesh, flesh jack. jack. Um, yeah. But um, because my sister and Matea, you know, were here, B- both adorable yesterday. and both
1: enchanting.
0: Enchant- yeah. I was going to w- say enchanting. One with a good attitude.
1: And one with a good attitude. And the other Matea, one's five. And Matea doesn't like to answer she, my question.
0: Matea is officially a frosty bitch now. <clears throat> and on one hand, I love it because she's very attractive. Yeah. And she might as well just fucking be Victoria Beckham now. Yeah. Because she's so tall and thin. She's so skinny. Yeah. But yet she's tall. So for her age, she's the right height. But she's right. really just long and thin and she's all limbs and, and, um, it's just whatever it's you know it's so it's very she's already hard to buy clothes for uh,
1: she's already just like the, the rest of the
0: fucking family why not yeah and um she's disproportionate and um but she is so frosty if she like and she knows you yeah. and still frankly she's not having it like she's not
1: having it she's not having my questions what was
0: your favorite part of disneyland and just stink eye not yeah. even like oh i'm shy Like how very dare you address me? Like it's like having a little Diana Ross in the house because she's always changing clothes. Yeah, and you're not allowed to make eye contact. No, you're not, (laughs) or speak to her.
1: No, I got the
0: notice. And her hair is a mess. Yeah, and so I have a policy. And she
1: once got busted in Tucson, didn't she? Probably. Yeah.
0: She um, and she hates having her hair brushed or done or styled. She just wants to have banshee hair. And the gay uncle is not okay with that. Like, I'm yeah, that very doesn't lenient. add up to the
1: Victoria Beckham right.
0: I'm very, model. you know, I spoil her and there's not a lot of boundaries. But yeah. one of the boundaries is, all right, your little stinky ass is getting in a bathtub. Right. And it's happening right now. Right. And your hair is going to get styled. So I can do it or your mother can do it. She's I know her mom hair is a hairdresser. Right? So you can make a choice, but one of us is doing it. No, I don't want either one of you to – I don't care what you want – What you you don't want it done. The choice is who's going to do it—me or your mom. Yeah. So, but you know, Natalie. Of course, when you're with her 24 hours a day, it's really hard to have those kinds of boundaries, and she wears my sister down. Yeah. Uh, But oh man, it was so fun. But yes, they came in. We went to Disneyland. Um, I took a sick day, and we went to Disneyland starting at seven o'clock. Although you can go in at four o'clock they do this halloween thing and everyone's in their costumes and they literally have trick or treating so all this candy yeah is from between the rides you just there are these just bins where these people are standing there and they just give you handfuls of candy wow and so it's like $55 or $60 a ticket at 4 p.m. or all yeah, day yeah for no from 7 right. to 11 right but um actually but that you actually can go in at 4 if you right. read the fine print um, and the, but the trick or treating starts at seven. And so everyone else that was at Disney on that day has to be out by seven. And I And then see. you have wristbands and blah, 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 blah. And they have some rides open. And so, um, but it literally was fat people uh-huh. in costumes that they shouldn't be wearing. Right on. Competing to see who could get the most candy. These people didn't ride one ride. Like they paid $55 to go in and get Six or eight dollars worth of candy that you could buy. I mean, they're just regular little fun size Skittles and Kit Kat and right on. Reese. They're not like special Disneyland Mickey right. Mouse chocolates. Yeah, nothing's collectible. No, and those Disney freaks. I'm just saying, I'm done with the Disney nerds. They have become insufferable to me now, like Christians. Yeah, I, and well, by the way, a lot of overlap. I'm just, I, <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, it's funny you said that because the friend of
1: mine whose party I was at, the mafia party. He I don't I know he's been a writer for years mm. and he's got a really nice house in the hills. So I'm trying to figure out what happened there. Right. And and I know he's been writing screenplays and stuff. So I Googled him or IMDb him. But nothing came up. The only thing that came up with somebody and I'm not sure if I spelled his name right was this documentary about Disney freaks. It's huh. about people who...
0: I want to see that.
1: Yeah, and I think it was made in 2009, and I can't remember I the name. I for exact sure know. Name. I
0: know somebody in it, I'm sure, which will be uh, It's a
1: four-word name. Like, what fantasies really saying? or I don't know. I have to look it up. Um, but it was, like, talking about how... Their way of coping with the uncertainties and frustrations of the real world was to buy into this whole thing—hook, line, and sinker. You can't get, believe it. Get the day pass and go every day for a year, like go and every just day. waddle
0: around that fucking yeah. park and just like, putting cracks in the whole sidewalk.
1: Thing like this cult of Disney, but it's like the, and the it most pins obese and the whole people. people, yeah. yeah.
0: And look, I know all Disney freaks are not obese. And I know I sound like I just hate fat people. And I mean, I resent them. I don't know if I would say I hate them. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I don't – like genetically, we're – like I'm genetically predisposed to just have a big ass and big legs. Like that's – right always going to – that's always going to be. Right. But you can't just say, well, my body just wants to be 450 pounds because it doesn't. No right. body wants that. Like that's right. really, really – you have to work constantly to maintain that kind of – Size and girth, and it's so bad for your knees and everything. Blah 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 blah. And like, they now rent motorized scooters at Disneyland now for seven dollars a day, and they can't even keep them.
1: What are they called? They have names, Rascals. Rascals. They rent
0: them, and it's never anyone who has their leg in a cast or. It's just for the morbidly obese tourists to zoom around Disneyland with their fucking pins, collector pins on. And so anyway, so yesterday (laughs) I was obsessed. The day started off with Natalie and I both at the same moment realizing there's a special group happening today, and it's Crazy Hot Guys with Unattractive Girlfriends Day. Wow. At Disney. I don't know whether it's like red shirt, like gay day. It's right. like an unofficial gay day, you know? Right. This was like unofficial. It's uh,
1: it's better than fucking her day.
0: Smoking hot guy with yeah. homely girl, And it wasn't like, I know I sound like a dick here, and you know, I am. But I mean, in this instance, it wasn't like, I mean, these were not like borderline. Well, Tony, you're being too critical of the woman. These were like guys who looked like they could model. And girls who, you know really look like they should live under a bridge. Like it was like literally the, the high school quarterback and the lunch lady. Yeah. Just walking hand in hand. And the guys were loving on these girls. The guys, the guys were being physically affectionate publicly with these love it troll girlfriends. And it was like, Natalie's single. I'm single. And it was like literally every attractive guy would then find a girl with like crossed eyes and an overbite And like a wart with a big long hair growing out of it. And he was like, hey, honey. And they would kiss. And we were like, seriously? Like it became comical and then it became sad. Well, then. I have that power, too. We'll discuss. Then at 7 p.m., it's all about the people start showing up in costumes. Mm -hmm. And the kids are supposed to be in costumes. But, of course, the adults. Basically, they're paying $60 to get uh, noticed. Because these are people that I think feel very. Invisible in their regular lives because they're overweight and they're maybe nerdy and they're emotional pull. And so they're gonna this. These girls were in their fucking princess Jasmine costumes with fourteen fat rolls hanging out between the the breasts and the fupa and just just (sighs) through fucking Disneyland and then with these bags of candy and literally I heard them say more please. Like the worker would put a fistful of candy, like eight or nine of these little fun-sized candy bars, would throw it into their plastic bag, and they'd be like, "More, please!" Like it was like, I can't fuck them. And then they would, they were giggling as they would leave and go, "Look how much I have!" Yeah, it was always like, and of course they're all coupled off. Because everybody's got fucking love in their life except for us. So
1: it was a girl. Okay, they all had husbands. So they weren't like
0: groups of girls or groups of guys. No, coupled off, very happily married, I'm sure, voting to keep me from being married. And just, and like, look how much candy I have. Yeah. And it was like, Natalie and I both were like, this is fucking bullshit. (laughs) Well, and at it's one this point ravenous we, we display got in. of
1: what, like the of childhood wanting, like this hunger, yeah. like there's an Look, emotional. Look, it's free
0: candy, but it's like it's not free because you paid sixty dollars and you, you're not going on one ride.
1: Yeah, first of all, you can't
0: fit in half the rides. Right on. Um. So anyway, what, but what were you going to say about the girlfriends and? The... Oh no, I have this power where I can wish
1: love on people. <clears throat> um. i do I've noticed this at various periods of my life where you'll see somebody. In a public situation know nothing about them they're not in a couple right or holding anyone's hand or anything but you look at them and almost the second i acknowledge oh they're appealing they're lovable they're sexy whatever that is Mm -hmm. when i the second i go oh in my head right somebody walks out from a bathroom and touches them or they hold the person that that could have just been their friend. They right. hold their hand, but it's weird the timing of it. It's almost always like, oh, that person's interesting, and boom, somebody kisses them. In other words, it happens right as I acknowledge so, it. Do you That's feel like sort of,
0: it's the universe telling you? Ah, 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 ah.
1: No, I just I first I used to resent it like mwah, and now yeah, I you just should. kind of uh, enjoy it. Like I'm, an, I am do not think these like enjoy I'm Aunt Clara on Bewitched, and I just got the curses wrong or whatever. <sighs> I mean, but I love it how you like, can what was spin this? things into a positive. Well, it's I love happened that. so much. It's like, yeah. whatever. But, um, you know, but uh, it sounds like what was happening yesterday at Disneyland. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's weird when you go, the moment you sort of go, oh. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. Boom. And happens. you're like, did I make that happen?
1: Yeah. It's like, it almost feels like a cause and effect. Like it's two the people secret. will be walk- walking just like friends or whatever. And I'll think that. And then one of them will pull a lint thing off the other one's shoulder and something very tender. And I'll be wow. like, hmm, I still got it. I don't want it. I still got it. don't want it. Still got it. (laughs) Um, Talking, I want to share a little joke that my friend Craig shared with me, Mm -hmm. Craig Chester. He's hilarious. The gay lifeline. This is how it goes. Let me get it right.
0: Like timeline of your life? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Chicken, twink, Mm -hmm. 32, daddy, troll. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with 32. Yeah.
0: Like that's... (laughs) Right. Twink. Yeah. 32. <laughs> See, and 32 is not a good thing to be, mind you. <laughs> like, it's, it's like it's okay. chicken, twink, uh, 32, <laughs> 32. <laughs> Ugh, daddy, you, you, and then <laughs> trolls.
1: <laughs> yeah. I hate when people talk about trolls. Although Why? I, well, Listen just to me talk, talking about the people Disneyland. I know, but I always think someday, you know, I'm going to be that. I yeah. am that. You know, we all are if we're lucky or whatever. And I was at Oil Can Harris lucky. the other night. And that place, Oil Canaries <laughs> on Disco Saturday night, it,
0: it attracts a wild. It might as well be the bottom of a bridge. <laughs> There's so many 12. But it's just so many wacky people. Like, like is like... this a gingerbread house? Because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they're older, a lot of them, and people dancing and, and like disco people. But this and the week. The jeans are so high. It's crazy. It's
0: like, I want my belt to be three inches above my navel. Yeah. But there is, there was a chick there who had clearly
1: been a dancer in her day, like a solid gold dancer, <laughs> something like that. And she was kicking and spinning and, like, the floor cleared out and she was crawling around the floor. And there's no. always these freaky deekies getting their groove on. And I kind of love – When loved, was this? Uh, Saturday night.
0: But there was okay, not – she was for sure at Disneyland last night. Yeah.
1: Well, no, she was lean. She was sort of lean and still had oh. her dancer body. Then she wasn't there. No, Never no, no, mind. No. She still had her dancer Does body. Does she have a fat sister? Uh, no, but she probably had a you know she was there with some gays or whatever. She might have a fast sister. I don't know, but it was like, no matter how bad it gets, there's yeah. always a place to go dance to Donna Summer on a Saturday night. No, and that's true for everybody. Post
0: thirty two,
1: post thirty two, and um, so. But usually, there's a pocket of cute there. Like, oh, there's the, the that guy or those couple mm-hmm. of guys. No, the, the the place actually had its pockets pulled out. Yeah, when you drove by. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they had the pockets sewn shut. Um, it's slimming, when but I you, you know it's still I had some fun. Also, want to talk about World of Color, the new yes you saw. Show. It. Did you finally see it for the yeah. first
1: time, or have you seen it before? Finally
0: saw it last night, and it's boring. Really, and I, hear it's I wonderful. can already hear our. Po- you know, Couch Potatoes typing angry emails at me. Because there may be an
1: this. overlap between the Disney lovers There's and an the There's an enormous potato- overlap. There's couch. all
0: of the, you know, because I know that, the, um, that they just did Gay Days. Yes, and, and that, you some know, of our Norma Couch Potatoes were here. And exactly, yes. and Derek Romaine were yeah, there right and all these people, you know. So, um, and uh, God knows I love Disney. I mean, come on. That's right. why I went into show business, and I fucking, I have it from way back. Okay, um, but yes, the Disney fantasy is... Hey, fat lady. Um, someday your prince will come. Like that's the key, and that's really what all of entertainment is, all of show business is. Wow, that was a bummer. Everyone thinking that Richard (laughs) Gere is going to just show up, yeah, and present you with the diamond necklace.
1: I have a story about him, by the way. Okay,
0: and like that's what it's all about, right? But I'm sitting there, and World of Color. First of all, it's. The technology is gorgeous, what they can do with the fountains and projecting yeah, yeah, the yeah. images on them and the sound system and the lights and the fire and stuff. But it's like 25 minutes long of the same thing over and over. And since there's no story, like for me, Fantasmic is where it's at. Right. Because that really is just enchanting. And I get total goosebumps every, you know, at certain right p- points every time. This is sort of lovely, but I feel like it's sort of soulless. And also, it really annoyed me. And this is not a stand that I usually take. Right. Because let's be honest, I'm mildly racist. It's called World of Color, and the only character of color that's included is Pocahontas. No Lilo and Stitch. They could have done a Hawaiian bit. No Mulan, Asian. We just finally had our first African-American princess. Yeah. Who isn't even really a princess until she marries the prince. It's not like she was royalty, but Cinderella was is the same deal. She was just this, yeah. you know... But um, and they like when they were putting the show together, the Princess and the Frog was already done. It hadn't been released yet. But they but, could I have mean, included They it. knew it. It's really inexcusable that Disney's World of Color is from white to slightly off white. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Princess yeah, Jasmine yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. Because it she's a total white chick. Right on. She, You know what I mean? It's Leah Salonga, and it's just like. There's no it's not like she has some great Persian influence. Right. And I just really that was like me, I can't believe have that they wouldn't have been more on top of it. More characters. That. Yeah. That's weird. Um did Matea like it? She slept through the second half. Right. You on. know, she was like, it's neat, but whatever. She was like, it's loud. I was like, yeah. Um but I was fascinated by we had a whole bench of really obese women sitting in front of us and they were singing at the top of their voices. Um to a whole new world. And they had their chins jutted and their breasts up and and just, and I mean all their chins jutted. And they were like just singing it out. And I was behind them and I looked at them, and I'm like, oh, they think they're Jasmine. Like, that's what the hook is. That's the hook. Is that people we all secretly want our Prince Charming or our fairy tale moment, right? It's like movie moments. We, yeah. Those are the moments in life that are so profound and you just feel like, oh, this can't be happening to me. It's just like a movie. And that is the most addictive drug there is. And these people go to Disneyland and they have a few – like because these two fat women were very competitive over who knew more of the words and who would like pound their fist in the air right when a big water explosion would happen. Like they knew World of Color by heart already. Do you know they were like showing off? Yeah. Like conducting the imaginary orchestra. Right. And I hated them. And then, really? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it doesn't sound like it. Anyway, so I feel like that's the hook: is that basically my Disney is based on fat people thinking that they're Princess Jasmine. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and to me,
1: well, I I have friends who are disnoids, yeah. and I've actually gone to the park with some of them, and they run you ragged. You have to yeah, get there at a yeah. certain time, and we got to get a fast pass. And I'm like, you were here last week, right? Dial it down. Don't you just want to get a soup bowl and sit and watch the people go by? Like, it's exhausting and. I remember going with a group of disnoids who were super into it, and I didn't feel like I connected with it. I liked it fine, right. But I didn't connect with it until the Muppet event, the Muppet thing. In this,
0: this was in California Adventure, which is a piece of shit. Well, it was
1: yeah, or it was in Disney Florida. It oh, was when okay. When they had the Muppets, yeah, and that world I connected with because their humor is a little more yeah edgy, and you didn't. It wasn't all black and white, of, good and evil, right? Miss Piggy is a bitch and a pain in the ass, but she's also the star. Like it was a world that I, it's a sensibility that I related to. And that was my, that was, oh, I found my people. They're Mm -hmm. puppets, but they're my people because the rest of it, I can appreciate on a certain level, but a little goes a long way for me. And I don't have that thing of like, oh, the world is so unfair and dark and in Disneyland, everything's perfect right like i can't make that leap and well I and it's not
0: a, perfect i could list a whole thing a series of <laughs> really? flaws that i discovered <laughs> yesterday but i don't have that escapist <laughs> thing like that with right. the disnoids
1: and i know on a for dating if you go into a house and they have a whole bunch of uh figurines figurines and collectible uh cells Amount. yeah i'm like fuck cells i'd be, I could I'd be maybe. better with it would depend head, on what
0: the cells were yeah
1: but I, my friends Rick and Steve have a Xanadu cell over their bed. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. That's, one, a single, if it's ironic and fun it's a campy, and campy, yeah, yeah. That was so much fun. By the we way. Went we went to
1: Xanadu the 30th anniversary, and um, they there's and, like
0: four living dancers still. Well, one of whom I knew,
1: and yeah. I didn't know he was in Xanadu. So afterwards, I talked to him, and I was like, I didn't even know straight. Yeah, no gay. Wow, but i There's him not a lot outcasts. of gay
0: guy dancers left. Yeah. from Xanadu.
1: Well, no, I met him through Outfest years ago and just kind of became sort of friendly with him. And I think he had just gone through a loss. I think he had lost mm. his partner or whatever. When I met him, I remember him being sort of down and like, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah. I didn't realize he was in Xanadu. And I fucking met Darcelle. I yes, stuck around did. and met Darcel from Solid Fucking Gold. Mm-hmm. And I told her that when I was wanting to be a dancer, that she was an inspiration to me, watching them do their thing and. She's got a book out, and she's trying to. She's got a dance class that she teaches,
0: and we got she to watch sure them
1: boogie on the stage. And that was
0: one shitty group of dancers, too. <laughs> I mean, they were Dennis. They were, I and mean, there's no way to candy coat it because those fat bitches have already licked all the candy coating off. All right, that's like literally. What is it when going they on with the that... fat? You
1: secretly wish you could pig out like that. You secretly wish you could. Well, be I that. have.
0: I will admit that I have. Put on twelve of the seventeen pounds that I lost earlier this year. Right on. Put twelve of them back on. Who cares? Me. Um. But but you secretly wish you could go there. No, I just it's like I don't mean like I hate fat people. I like look right. people that can fit like in an automobile or on a plane and stuff. But like literally, if you can't, if you can't fit on a plane. With yeah. the seatbelt extender and everything. And I mean, I know the seats are really small now, but like, probably. There's prob Okay, this is what I'm saying. There are 10% of people that can't fit on a on an airplane with a seatbelt extender. Right. There are 10% that have a medical. Like, they're also six foot five and they're just really, really big. Right, right, right. People. You know what I mean? That's when it's right. like, yeah, you're big boned. I mean, your hips are big. But you know what I'm talking about? And it's yeah what is my anger at them? yeah they what's cool. what's it about?
1: I mean I, I yeah, I feel like I observe it and I see it and I
0: it's shocking it's just because it's so it's so much more it's such a huge percentage now and it's it, well it's a growing it's problem. it's dangerous and, and it's unhealthy we, and... we have this American thing where we go it's not my fault about everything yeah and it is that is your fault right that is your doing, and right. there are things you can do. To make that not happen. And I just – I resent that kind of head in the sand. Delusion. Yeah. You know, but I guess there are people that think that my gayness is a choice and I shouldn't expect, you know, that that me wanting to get married is special treatment and stuff. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I just – I don't – so, yeah, whatever. I'm angry at the fat 40-year-olds at the mall that are in a scooter because I feel like, you know, what's up? Like, you're not. What about your children? What are you doing to your children? What kind of yeah. parents? You're gonna be dead. You're not gonna it's get to Gilbert walk your Gray. daughter down the aisle. Yeah. First of all, you can't fit down an aisle. Yeah. But like, you can't. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's almost abuse to yeah. to the children. And you know, it's look, my parents are a pain in the ass and a complete burden. But I'm grateful that they're here. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like it just. How sad to think about, you know, it's like suicide. I don't know. Whatever.
1: Well, no, it's definitely unhealthy for sure. And it's a huge
0: problem. Yeah. I don't mean like it inconveniences me. Yeah. You know, but. Um,
1: Speaking of um, weight fluctuations, I watched a couple of Oprah's this week. Yeah. She's bringing it in this final season. Tyler Perry's. Did you see the Tyler Perry? He Uh, got beat. His molested, dad beat him. Yeah. Mole- sexually molested, and all this. Stuff. But he still won't
0: come out, right?
1: He's still not gay. Okay. But after going through that, maybe I was he like, needs to get
0: hit one more time.
1: Maybe after watching it, I was like, you know what? Let him be whatever his deal is. Whatever. Maybe his
0: father could come back. Is the father dead? No. He's,
1: but he's bought him a mansion. Like he set him up. Right. But he. Well, doesn't the want dad needs to, to kick him,
0: him in the taint. <laughs> or something. And fucking... But
1: he still reads gay to me. But. Yeah. Uh, but um. But yeah. also not
0: fun to be around. No but man
1: he was it was sort of heartbreaking what the way he spoke about things, and he he was molested twice by men and then once by a woman mm-hmm. who made him bang her, and he kept saying, and then my body betrayed me, which mean he got turned on um I think that's a rough way to put it. My body betrayed me right your body. It's a wonderland, A. No. <laughs> um, no, but your body just reacted the way bodies do. Like, that betrayal thought, you know, I, I just thought it was so, um, there was so much shame in it. When you could be like, yeah, I got, I got a hard line. Right. I don't know, that that language kind of was like, wow. She rubbed me the right way. <laughs> but, yeah, and he was, and Oprah brought it out of him, and then the Lisa Marie Presley thing. But in both situations, gay was the elephant in the room. When she was talking about Michael Jackson. Yeah. And when Tyler was, you know, talking about... Oprah been with is five women. very
0: comfortable with that elephant being in the room.
1: Yeah, she loves that elephant. Yeah, she's um, she's got a
0: bowl of peanuts. <laughs>
1: and she's for that she just elephant. Feeds it. Yeah, but um, she's bringing it the final season. Um,
0: she had the uh, sister wives on right on, I and didn't I see love see that, that she had them on the Thursday before their final epi- finale episode. And yeah. she was like, "There's this new show audience, yeah." And the audience is like, "Yeah, we've been watching it for two months.
1: Yeah, we're in the loop." The finale
0: is this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Oprah, come lately. Yeah, it's new to your producers. Um, but then, of course, Oprah judged them right yeah. openly to their face, which is really nice. Yeah. when you have a get when you're a guest, um,
1: your Kim Zolciak commercial on the Dish this week. The Dish, fan fucking tastic. It's
0: super funny. And
1: she, is that her music you guys are using? Yeah, so it's "Tardy to the Party," which you get, you can use, or "Tardy and,
0: for the Party."
1: But I, the writing in it and the execution and her performance, it's like funnier than anything on Saturday Night Live.
0: Thank it's you. Great. It's really funny. You can see it. Um, it's on the Watch the Dish YouTube page. It's Kim, Kim Z. It's also been on Prez Hilton and uh, Gawker and a bunch of other websites. So it's a hit. And what it about... doesn't even premiere until tonight. Fantastic. So, and it's so already good.
1: a viral video sensation. Yeah,
0: she's very viral. And um, she uh, was very, very nice. Good. She hugged Penelope. Um, first of all, I was like, do you remember us? Because we did the Halloween costume with her last year. Right on. The Kim Zolciak Halloween costume video. And she when she walked in the door that day, she walked in and said, Hey, y'all, this is the funniest fucking shit I ever read. And then dropped her purse on the ground and goes, Oh, somebody keep an eye on that. I got like $65,000 worth of jewels in it. All right, where do you want me? And we were like, that's the best entrance in entertainment history. Right. On. History. I'm like, like- Streisand has never entered a room like that. No, But, um... So this year she was like, yeah, I totally remember you, God. And ever, she's so exhausted all the time and everything's yeah. kind of a burden and kind of mildly annoying. But right. then she kind of doesn't care either. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Pfft. Yeah, bitches. And like, everyone's a bitch. Hey, bitch. Like, but it's a good kind of bitch. Right, right on. Because apparently it's still 1997 for her. Right on. And, um, but so she was like, I remember you, honey. And she gave me a big hug. And then she hugged Penelope Who is just a lovely person And she hugs Penelope And goes Wow You smell so Clean
1: And that was the
0: That was the whitest Her eyes were the entire Like afternoon And Penelope was like It's really just the Absence of filth It's not that I had Penelope's like I don't wear perfume Yeah Yeah it was 4.30 in the afternoon, and I had showered that morning. It's not like I had just stepped out yeah. of – like, literally, to her, that was so clean. Yeah, well,
1: maybe she's not used to <laughs> – It was just the absence so of what – exactly you know, absence of sweat yeah. and, and ointments and Ooh, hair products yeah. and so forth.
0: But she was a delight and super nice, and she kept saying, it's really hard for me to think and talk at the same time. And we were, And I said, oh, we know. And then she laughed after yeah. we all laughed because she realized we were laughing at something and it was probably her. And she mm-hmm. was like, "Whatever." She just doesn't get it. But she was like, "I'll laugh too." Like she's so not going to take anything seriously, which is a delight.
1: Now is she? They're coming back for another season, right? Oh yeah. She's still, going and she strong. just she was
0: like, "You got to tell me how to say it." You just gotta tell me how to say it, and I'll just do it. And then I and would she, go. Her performance was great. You and could I would tell you, coach. Da 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 da. And then she would do it nothing like that. Yeah. And I would like mm, watch me. Da 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 da. And she'd go da 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 da. And we'd go like, no da da da, be- da 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 da. And she was like no. And then finally I would be like, can you pretend that you're on fire? Yeah. When you say it, and she was like, oh, so you mean louder? And I was like, okay, louder. <laughs> I guess I didn't think of that word. Like I literally had to she say did a lot of bean suits. On fire. Oh yeah. Yeah, but she was really sweet. Like I would much. And then the other writers were like, "You were so good with her. Like what was?" And I go, "Yeah, five years of my gym. Yeah, like it was literally like working with a three and a half year old. Right on. Very manageable, but you have to be in control. Yeah, because otherwise they'll pull a booger out and stick it on you. Yeah. So wow. But it's on the dish, and also Fashion Police is going to be really funny coming this week. Well, I guess it's already airing. It started airing last night.
1: I can't even remember. It's all blended together. Uh,
0: Just yeah. a lot of funny jokes. Just a lot
1: of funny jokes, but we're gearing up for the Halloween episode.
0: going to be an extravaganza. Everyone's
1: dressing up. I don't know if we can say who everyone's I don't think dressing up as. But it's going to be... They're going to
0: town Are they on really going to do this right, though? Because I'm against the idea.
1: Um, I
0: think only Joan should dress up. I think all four of them dressed up is going to look really homemade and... They're not going to do these cost. They're not going to spend the money to do the costumes right, and we have to be better than Regis and Kelly.
1: Yeah. And well, I'm they're really ordering scared. shit and spending money, and I
0: hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the people that work on our show and run yeah. our show. Yeah. I just hope that the network doesn't. And F- they're not a- doing it for the whole show. They're only doing it for
1: part right. of it. So, anyways, um, it's going to be great. So tune in for that. Was there anything else about Xanadu to discuss? I, we met Darcel. No, not really. It was a fun night. My friend Scott came in from Arizona. Yeah, he and, was really nice. Yeah, now, he's this great. Does he listen to the podcast? I don't know if he does. Can we, I mean, can we talk about that? Um, well, I don't know if he if he. Uh, why aren't you having sex it? with him? Well, I don't know why. I don't think so. I don't know. It was weird. I, I had a big crush on him when I was younger. I thought I was he was so very into attractive. him. I was so into him. Um, but then, like, he only stayed over one night, and, and he's seeing somebody back home, and it's weird. Like, we, I liked him when we first were friends right. a lot, and then uh-huh. we became friends, and then he got in a relationship, and then... Did you make that happen? Did I make that you happen? You made love happen in his life? I might have. No, I wasn't even there, but I might have wished it on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm glad that we've sort of reconnected, and he came out and did that. But we saw Leap of Faith, which we have to discuss. yeah. Um, I have to say I was a little let down by Brooke Shields because she didn't she came in a little stronger on her songs than I had been. <laughs> you wanted
0: her to be worse.
1: I wanted her to be worse.
0: Wow. Um, I no love that no show. One else, no one else has ever said that.
1: I love that show. I didn't expect yeah. to like it as much because it's a little religious y and That uh, ending
0: is truly breathtaking, isn't I it? I
1: cried. Like yeah. I really cried, and you know, I'm on something, so I don't cry as much. Wow. And I really cried. I liked it. I went with it. I, uh, Seeing
0: those actors just being drenched to yes. the bone. Like, it's not a little bit of rain that happens. Yes. It is the rain of your life. Yes. Like, and
1: it's so earned. And and then at the end, just the three, Brooke and her the actor that plays her son and Raul Esparza come out downstage and bow, and they're drenched. And there's something so beautiful about the whole yeah. uh, ending, and I, l- I love the choreography, I love the balladics. The men were gorgeous; they were all hunky and hot, mm-hmm. and um, I felt like the story was really timely about people who just needed something good to happen and were at their fucking end of their rope. Right. And Brooke, I wanted those bad entrances, and she kind of she didn't give him so much. Her wig was a little weird. Um, but where I just were you didn't sitting? Think, I was sitting in the um, mezzanine in the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a post. So. Up close. so so I didn't get to see her face kind of go, Ooh. and the wig.
0: Trust me, yeah. In row I I don't think they needed the that wig. wig had her. a big old weird kink in it. Yeah,
1: but um, I there's something about her that is so likable. She's there's right. a million actresses that could play that part better. Broadway kids, you know, right? But there's something about her that makes you pull for her because she could have been Lindsay Lohan, and she kind of seem to be like a kind of a nice person that we've known all our lives. But do you
0: believe she's ever been invisible ever? And that's that character feels like she's always been invisible. And so she's miscast through no fault of her own just because Brooke Shields can't play. I have felt invisible, even though I'm sure she in her life has felt that. But I
1: I felt like she feels like she's, she's the opposite, which could also work, which is, Always been judged before you meet her. Always, you know, um, misunderstood Mm -hmm. or whatever. But there's something about her, um, how hard she tries, that's touching. Brooke, yes, that makes you pull for her. Brooke, Brooke. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's the perfect Brooke Shields. Yeah, I kind of was. She just don't
0: need to be singing. (laughs) And I like
1: the quality of her voice at times. Ooh,
0: Dennis. No, the quality of it. Now we part ways. Before she's
1: belting, but there's times when I thought that's a lovely sound.
0: So there's Yeah, that. when she's done.
1: Yeah, when she's done, like All Latoya right. Jackson. Um, I also liked him, so I cried. I loved I'm a fan of the Leap of Faith and I yeah. hope it goes to Broadway.
0: I feel like it won't. I feel like it's there's something not showy enough about it or something. But I did really enjoy it but, and I thought it was touching and heartfelt, just like you said. It has yeah. not religious spirit, but it has such a spirit to it that it's yes. really
1: hopeful and yeah
0: sort of the reason that's why we have Broadway musicals yes. sort of like for those moments that you couldn't really do that on film but to see it live when those when the rain starts at the end of that show it is yeah
1: and sometimes in musicals I cry for no reason mm-hmm. I just cry at how beautiful it is right it's not a sad part right, right right I did it in Moulin Rouge I did it in Spring Awakening and I did it in this when they were singing I can read you like a book which isn't I... even a sad song I just sometimes the sheer beauty of it and the music goes right to my tear place
0: I oh when I saw O yeah in Las Vegas so just like oh I cried like four times yeah and That's I was beautiful. like this is weird it's not even in English it's not even in English or but it sad. just it really was like oh my God it's so beautiful the my sheer heart beauty can't of it. handle it it's like hurting me it's so pretty right on <sighs> um, um, oh, you know what we have a couple of emails couple of emails and one is called chip and tard
1: oh shit and okay so... I'm gonna go to your candy thing and get a candy start reading
0: okay. Um, this is from Matthew and, uh, Matt, Matt M. Um, you say, hi, Tony Dennis. I better be the first person that is sending you this. And, um, you're not, but you are the only one that emailed it to the comedy couch at, at Gmail. So you count first there, but a couple people Facebooked it to me. Nonetheless, uh, he did some digging around and found Chippendale's dancer, Alec Castillo, has some videos on YouTube where he is like Chippendale's man of the month or whatever. And he's talking. And this is uh, this is Matt talking. He talks in the beginning with a thick accent and some mild retardation. Right. At the very least, he says some quirky things. So this could be our guy. Um. So, yeah, I am thinking that maybe it was the real alex castillo that wanted to suck my dick right on. and that if someone was in the other room and he was trying to keep his voice down he went to that high-pitched place and because of his thick accent he may have sounded like a full-blown tard right on so if you search alex alex castillo on youtube you'll see the videos and he's crazy hot so is that dead dead would you try to while he's gone
1: He's, He's in Vegas. A, he left Facebook. But also,
0: we have we have Deb P yeah. uh who is friends with people in the Chippendale show. She's getting to the bottom of it. She's taking it so on as taking it on as a personal yeah. issue. Regardless of whether I want to know or not, she needs to know. She needs now. to know. She's invested. So yeah, would you ever awesome. Do you feel I you like still you'd... have sex with him okay. in a heartbeat. Right on. I would pay full, pl- full price for my ticket. Right on. I'd pay the $10 extra extra to board early Okay. on Southwest. All right. Um, this email is from Eric and Eric. I love them. Yes. Uh, it's called Catching the Catfish, and I haven't read it, so I don't know what it's about. Wow. Dear Dennis and Tony, it's great to hear that both of you are doing well after such a trying time last year. Your stories about your work on fashion police are amazing, and we can hear your joy in each behind-the-scenes tale. Tony. I feel like it's more compelling when we're miserable. <laughs> Tony, please, please, please have your friend in Las Vegas investigate Alex, the I-want-to-suck-your-dick-Castillo mystery man. From the first, your stories of an incredibly fit guy with what sounds like a severe level of retardation have had me saying there was something rotten in Denmark. It just seems so weird that this guy could perform with Chippendales and yet couldn't master the use of his cell phone. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. The It, it is so rudimentary those things don't, to don't, do
1: Those things don't go together at all.
0: That it literally, I could, it could be like the orangutan from Every Which Way But Loose. (laughs) Yeah. You could teach that orangutan and a Chippendale dancer. It's about the same level of difficulty. Yeah. But once you get them, get it in their noggin, literally you could turn the song off, change the song, and they'll still do the routine exactly as they've learned it, you know, counting one to eight with their mouth moving. Um, I told my boyfriend that the whole thing sounded like a scene from night listener, but he didn't get the reference until he saw the movie catfish. Now we are both convinced that some twisted person was playing mind games with you. A crazy person pretending to be sane, pretending to be a death male stripper. The only way you and the Couch Potatoes can get closure on this is if your friend in Las Vegas tracks this lead down. No one puts you in a shame spiral and gets away with it. The Couch Potatoes have your back. Oh, sweet. Repeatedly pushing the refresh button on iTunes and awaiting a new podcast, Eric and Eric. Sweet. So I promise to keep you um, all updated when Deborah uh, gives us an update from Las Vegas.
1: Now, speaking of updates... Here's this. Yes. People have often said, we wish we knew when there was a new podcast. You're not going to know. Well, here's the thing. We have a Facebook page yeah. for the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Okay. So it, if you sign up that you like us, I think I, it's easy enough to put an update on that page that said, hey, I can do this. A new episode just went up, and I think that might help. Okay. And also there's a forum there. You can post pictures. I don't know what. The page exists, and there's nobody on it. Because I don't think we've ever talked about it.
0: Uh, yeah, so, I didn't really know. Yeah, so let's try to work the Facebook page into the... And I wish thing. that we could uh, post the Tory in DC picture, but you can't show Bush on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can. I mean, aside from whether or not Tory would, would want yeah. that made public. It's a non-starter. Um, but Tory, if you're listening, and I know you are, yeah. more than one person has asked to see that picture. Right on. And I haven't sent it to anyone, but I just want you to know... People are, uh, pardon my pun, titillated. Right on. And you, you're, again, let me just say, you're smoking fucking hot. Well, it's the pose. It's the attitude, but too. But give her credit. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. It's that. You are on. a bit of a rocket ship, Tori. That's right. DC cannot handle. No. You, if she went yeah. to Disneyland, someone would eat her. Oh yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have a chance. Look, I have a feeling that Tori and I can have a great fucking afternoon in Disneyland. Yeah, and we would probably make a fat person cry.
1: Right there, you go. Um, I want to talk about the Perez Hilton uh, change of heart. Sure, because my friend um, Nadia. Well, Perez went online and did this big, you know, video about how he's going to quit bullying people Mm -hmm. and not. I'm not going to call Jennifer Aniston that name anymore anymore. like he almost started to say it yeah it was so melodramatic but my friend nadia ginsburg did a parody of it where she's hitler yeah and she decided she wasn't gonna be hitler anymore right i loved it so good for perez but
0: there's something so like
1: uh about it
0: yeah i mean but he's right like i mean it's good that he's realized that he's been mean to people yes But I think it's okay to be mean to celebrities. Right on. It's not okay to be mean to, like, their children. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. But, you know, drawing sperm on somebody's face is is stupid, but I don't know that it's the kind of thing that you have to go, I'm never going to, like, no one's committed suicide because of it. And if they did, they weren't long for this world. Like, something was going to take that person out. Yeah. If Perez drawing fake jizz on their right. picture. And they've been in, like, you know, movies and stuff. Now, if it's a civilian... Yeah. Okay. So, I kind of feel like there is a place for the Perez Hiltons in the world. Right on. Um, You know, keep in mind, we wouldn't have gay... <laughs> we wouldn't have gay Neil, Neil Patrick Harris if Perez hadn't forced him to do it. Um, And... I, you know, regardless of your stand on whether celebrities owe us to come out or not or whatever, I mean, saying you know, um, I think Neil Patrick Harris is happier being out for sure than he was oh, for not sure. being out, and so, his career's doing great
1: too, right? It's so in liberating.
0: a weird way, he almost owes Perez a debt of gratitude, and I'm not a fan of Perez, you know, but yeah. I, it's. So yeah, so I'm sure but he got a lot. The video was like okay. I, I watched about
1: ten seconds of it. I'm well, not... and he went on Ellen and made the big proclamation. Oh and really? Got to be a
0: whole, you know, got to be on Ellen. Right on. So you know, I'm sure it's good. I mean, but the bottom line is, we all know the truth is that Perez wants to be on television. He wants yeah. a TV show, and he wants to be famous, and he wants someone on another website to be drawing jizz on his face someday. So right. it's all kind of means to an end for him. So whatever, yeah. he's trying. All right.
1: Um, I saw Jackass 3D the other night with my bromance, Jesse, yeah. who I hadn't seen in a while.
0: He's a treat. And what <sighs> did you think of Jackass?
1: Well, I like the shit parts the best. <laughs> uh, not surprisingly. It is a little surprising. Um, there was what the, the best stunt of the whole thing was they put Steve-O in a in a potty right. and had a poo in it and then bungeed it. Uh-huh. And that was like kind of the creme de la creme. But what was so funny, and I don't know if you like these movies, but I would love your thoughts on this. Is there was one of the jackasses mm-hmm. who would do crazy shit, and you know they all do their thing, and then at the end, it's very like doc doc style. Nobody's scripted. It's all very loose and loosey goosey. And at the end, you would say some dumb hack comment, and you'd be like, all that setup, all that stunt, all that physical pain, and you just fucking undermine my- it
0: with a pun. Oh,
1: that's the way the cookie crumbles. Like you, oh, yeah. I can't think of the example of it, but he did it like three times, and I was like,
0: "He's covered in poo." I'm having a shitty day. <laughs> it was an eye rolling. Oh, ah, yeah. wow. Yeah,
1: it's the same dude that did it every time. Well, if too. they
0: were super clever, they wouldn't. No, have, they their weren't. job they wouldn't be wrong. bouncing around in poo. They were wrong. Like that's an entry level position, right?
1: But it's not. It wasn't even in keeping with the jackass yeah. sort of mentality. It was just sort of like, do they mm. like
0: put staples in their dicks and stuff? Not in this or? One. No. Not in this one. I love like oh yeah, they did that before. No, I think they did that before. Really? Uh, Yeah. Um, I thought one does does the dicks fly at you? A dildo? No. There's
1: one part where one guy, the guy that with the bad jokes, um, is somebody pitches like a little ball to him and he bats it with his cock. It's dumb. It's really (laughs) dumb. And there's 3D, so it's like 1650 at the arc light, and you're and uh, so, you know. But oh. I was with my bromance, so it was all okay. and,
0: but did you laugh harder than you expected to laugh? No. Because I'd oh. seen
1: a I'd seen one before and laughed harder. But I laughed. It was fun. Okay. It was what it was. It was, you know, it was not a big deal. But then the next night we saw 127 Hours, which is the James yes. Franco mountain climbing stuck under the and? rock thing. And it's really well made. It's Danny Boyle. Yeah. James Franco's fantastic. It's um People had really I, – I handled it okay because, I, I mean, the stories – everyone knows the story. The guy ends up cutting his own arm off to right. survive. So you know what's coming, and by the time it happens, you're ready for him to do it because he's tried everything else. I mean, this guy's right. really resourceful with the pulleys and the – like, he's really tried. And so you see it in pretty graphic detail. Jesse had an anxiety attack. He was like, like this, and then he was leaning on me like – to hold him tenderly and I was like comforting him oh it was goodness. so awesome
0: so but you literally had a boner while some guy was sawing his yeah. own arm off I was
1: like this is horrible here cuddle I'm
0: here I'm wow here. yeah are
1: you okay no but he had a and my, and my other friend Glenn who saw it had you know had a really hard time watching it like some people will really that's, that's neat have and that's I good. said Jesse did you hate that and he goes well no he goes I've never had a movie make me feel that way before so
0: oh he shouldn't go see Brooke Shields and Leap of Faith no That'd do him. In. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. But it's a pretty good movie. But it wasn't as em- it didn't pack the emotional punch that I sort of wanted. But it was good. And I hope James Franco gets nominated for an Oscar because he's really wow. good in it. It's mostly him.
0: What about the movie where Ryan Reynolds is buried alive?
1: That came and I didn't see it. And like but, it's gone already. But my friend Glenn, who saw both, said that he was more engaged with the Ryan Reynolds one, because there were surprises in it. You didn't right. know what was going to happen. Where well, with this one, you know what's going to happen, you know, because yeah. you know the story. So, um, but I didn't see it. Um, I have a Dominic Dunn story, and who doesn't, right? Oh, all right. So I was in Long Beach at the Gay Film Festival, and I met a guy down there named...
0: The, well, let's protect his anonymity.
1: I can't remember his name. Well, I was he was very nice. I want to say it's uh, Ron
0: or something. All right. Is but... he a couch potato? No. Then screw him. Go ahead.
1: No, but he's a fan of the Hensley, oh. and he had, would, had liked my book, Misadventures in the 213. Everybody loves that book. And he was telling me a story that he was reading at one time in first class and laughing, and Dominic Dunn was like, what's making you laugh so much? Oh, my God. And he told him about Misadventures in the 213. And then I, he promptly died. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I was on Dominic Dunn's radar. Isn't that cool? And
0: Amistad Maupin is a huge fan. Armistead Maupin
1: is sweet, and uh, that, uh, that reminds me of the um, Richard Gere story I had to tell you. So um, Armistead loves Joan Rivers, by the way. Good. I interviewed him this week because he has a new book coming out, and he's one of my heroes. And I've interviewed him a couple of times throughout the years and had a friendly thing with him. I wouldn't say we're super tight or anything, but he's He always- sent you a joint? No, he was going to. No, oh. he never sent it to me. Oh, I said okay. I was going to smoke marijuana with him because I would never smoked it. But yeah. now I have, so I can't pop that cherry with him. But <laughs> – um he um i interviewed him this week for um
0: magazine, his new book for right? frontiers
1: magazine and he's talking about fashion police because he posted on my wall that like yeah he he loves the show and he thinks it's the funniest thing joan's done in a long time and he loves her and he's a fan so so great he told i said have you ever met her and he goes well he interviewed her years ago for interview magazine like 20 years ago i don't wow. know how long ago and went to Vegas, and she, you know, did the sweet thing for all, and all of that stuff. And he goes, but the funny thing was, she had a hairdresser at the time, and I think his name was, like, Mr. Phyllis or something. Uh-huh. And they hooked up. So he banged the hairdresser.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, I can't wait
1: to tell Joan this. I need to listen to the recording so I get it right. And he, what was funny about it was that he had, like, a Velcro wallet, Armistead did, and yeah. it had, like, a blue stripe, a bl- some decorative blue thing. And Mr. Phyllis thought that meant that Armistead wanted to get fucked, was DTF, DTGF. And it wasn't. He wasn't. That was not on the menu. But the hairdresser thought he was sending, sending out the, the – Like hanky with Like a hanky with code his with his fucking wallet. You can't even wear – you can't even have blue eyes anymore without having to take it Jesus. balls deep. These hairdressers <laughs> are
0: a disgusting lot, aren't yes, they? Yes, they
1: are. But, yeah, he said it was a total misunderstanding because of a Velcro wallet. I can't wait to tell Joan that. She's I love –
0: Raimondo, her yeah. hair, hair guy, yeah, right now her hair looks amazing. By the way, it is her hair is so great. It's he does hair, an right? amazing job. There's clip-ins.
1: It looks amazing, but that's not a secret. She's no. very open about it. I'm well, not. A lot of people have clip-ins. Cool. Yeah,
0: um, but um, he it moves, but it stays, and it's wispy and energy. I don't know. I just it always I, looks I love amazing. it, and I love it, and yeah, and her her makeup girl is so nice and checks all the lighting to make sure it's how joan wants it i mean she really has quite an amazing team she asked me to punch up these promotion the scripts for uh their we their show starts on Wee. joan and melissa joan knows best the reality show starts in january and so we is having them do some internal Videos And one of the things... Th- so there were like... You had them do a ton of those, too. I can't believe how often they have to do that show. Yeah. One is a commercial for the Dish Network paperless billing. mm mm-hmm. um, And they're never going to air it. But it's just so that... Because Wee's parent company is... The Dish Network. It's all owned by one giant commercial. And so basically they want to say, look, these are like some of our stars on some of our cable channels. We could get them to do the Dish Network commercials and they would look like this. Right on. So they want to have examples to show these top executives. Right. But of course the concern is once they've actually shot this commercial, it could get leaked by dozens of people on YouTube. And then it's actually – Jonah and Melissa doing a commercial – and that not they've not been it. paid for. Yeah. So there's some concerns and some back and forth. Anyway, so yeah. she wanted me to punch up that script. And then this other script, which is really six small scripts, six one-minute little skits that end with them introducing someone. And it's – they're hosting the WE annual like awards banquet dinner, mm-hmm. which is held in November at the Plaza Hotel mm-hmm. in New York City. And they're, like, the virtual hosts. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, like, do a little bit and then say, now coming to talk to you is director of international ad sales. So it'll be on video. Jeff Jones. And then yeah. he'll come out and then talk. And they'll be like, Jeff was great. Now it's so, – right. And then originally they were going to be there. So at the end they were going to – Joan was going to be like, I'm sick of this shit, Melissa, and storm off. But then come walking out. And the yeah. Melissa on camera was going to pretend to see Mom in the audience and go, Mom, how'd you do that? Yeah, And, and it I mean, was going to be great. But now – They're like, no, we're not going. And so anyway, so these scripts are all jam-packed with jokes. But the jokes are like, well, you know Jennifer Jennifer Anderson's in ad sales. I mean, she's such a metalhead. Boy, if I hear one more rock and roll song coming from her cubicle, audience applause, audience applause. Like, it's super, super inside jokes. And I'm like, how do you even punch this up? Like, it's so oh if i see that red sweater one more right. time like
1: <laughs> they're very like kathy cubicle it's
0: so that and you know and joan is like i hate every fucking joke in the script can you make it funny and basically I my answer was like i no, i kind of can't like right so i tried to come up with other like ideas but we still basically joan you have to do these jokes yeah and i tried to cut like maybe 50 percent of them right on so you know it like moves along better but it was hilarious and so but I had it starting with you hear that song you know that that morning oh that opera music that you always hear when someone wakes up Yeah, yeah yeah I think it's called like call to the cows or something yeah and dee, 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 dee. And then like, the as the it's coming up the front door, and then you'd hear ding dong and birds. And they would answer the door, very, very overdressed, furs jewels. And say, oh, hello. We didn't know you were coming or we would have dressed up. Welcome to our humble home. And like, really over the top. Right. We're so thrilled to be doing our 458th video for free for the, you know, We Network and blah, blah, blah. And then record scratch. All right. I'm done. This is bullshit. And then they go into like, real Jonah Melissa. Yeah. And so, Joan, they loved all these ideas. Joan's only note was, I love it. We're cutting the front door a bit. I want to do everything on the couch. It's just easier. And so, they're now, the camera will come in the front door. But basically, Joan's like, I'm doing it, but I am sitting. The whole time. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. It's too hard to light at two different locations. We're not getting paid for it. It's six. You know, it's going to be really time consuming. And so, yeah. But.
1: I'm on the couch. That's I just all love
0: – like, her notes – my point about that is that Joan Rivers' notes are never – I would never say that. Why would you write that for me? Like, it's never – it's yep. always, like, it's easier for me if I'm just sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. She's on to the next thing. Oh, she's amazing. I her, can't say enough stamina, wonderful stuff about her. Her
1: stamina – his stamina blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, just from my observations. Um, oh, the Richard Gere thing was – I asked Armistead Maupin if he – ever spent much time in LA and he came down here at one point in the late seventies and lived for three months at the Chateau Marmont. Who does that? Well, he did. Was he he loaded? No, he he was brought down here by the San Francisco or the LA Herald or something and there was a sister paper in San Francisco and he was supposed to write a serial like Tales of the City that would be both. You know? And it didn't it didn't quite end up working out. But he was here for a while and he said he remembers Richard Gere Laying out by the pool In a lime green Speedo And I was like Yeah he did Wow Rock on he did, And he said that He went and He goes I'm writing this serial And I was And he, he goes I went and asked him If he wanted to be A character in my serial Because he had that moment Of like sure. well, Maybe that would be A thing Richard Gere is himself And Richard's like ah, I just want to be Left alone man
0: Wow But yeah. I'm in a lime green Speedo I said lime green Speedo I don't want to be Speedo. noticed
1: that, Those are the words I said we, This interview's over I have to go <clears throat> um, Meet my Penis, Pe- me, yeah. my penis. I have to go
0: to try to shoot in my M- own mouth
1: exactly, like some people can do. See how I did? I brought all right. us back to, to I all wrapped the full it circle. up. How how far? Time I've are wrapped it. It's about an hour. All right. Well, um, let me see what else is on my post-it Oh, I did that exercise where I wrote a letter to my seventeen-year-old self. Oh boy. Um, I'll discuss it in the next podcast. Did you read that, that faggot posted. the riot act? Exactly. I let him have it. <laughs> no. Um. But uh, mine was very, like, I read a few of them, and they were very, like, things will get better. And I was, like, very specific. This guy's going to, mine was, like, stay in the dorms your freshman year. Like, mine were very, like, not, like, oh, this is so hard. I was I did okay. I was was always pretty happy or whatever. Mm. And I was, like, this and that. And then this guy's going to hit on you. You're not going to understand it, but don't be mean to him because he's not wrong. He's just early. Like, (laughs) stuff like that. Mine was very boom, boom, boom.
0: Let's go back to my room. Yeah, let's go back to my room. I wish it was.
1: Um, so I um, told you about Tyler, the trainer that I had. Yes. The substitute trailer. So here's this. I told you about how he was the inspiration for Sexy Spin. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Okay. He was on the email for Sexy Spin. So yeah. I I told him that, and he was like – so thought it was really funny, and he, he and Jalen, the other trainer that's my regular one, and I sent it to them. But anyways, so I went in and told – Tommy, the spinning teacher, I said you won't believe this, but the day that you sent that inspiration email for sexy spin, I and I, you know, worked out with one of the models, and uh, you know his name's Tyler. and He goes Tyler Law, and I was like, yeah, oh my god. So my spinning teacher's face lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Wow. Oh, he's one of my favorites. I and he was like, and I, and I was like, so he was like losing his mind, and I was like, yeah, he's in the valley and he's new in town and he's modeling and needs clients for training and stuff long story short i am gonna tyler needs training needs clients tommy loves tyler i'm gonna bring him to spinning class and make the world happy they were both really oh you do that for me and i'm like yeah for sure so i'm bringing joy that's awesome i know i don't know what the point of the story was but like because i wanted to i wanted to present tyler to tommy so he tommy can come in his pants or whatever he's gonna do and Does he have a lime
0: green Speedo? No, but he could
1: wear one. Funny enough, in the picture, in the inspiration email, he was in a, I wouldn't say lime, but it was a green end-to-end Speedo. Funny oh, enough. And to, okay. End-to-end ne- end end, next to nothing, okay. that company. Yeah. So anyways, so there's going to be a, um, I'm going to show up with this guy and make everyone happy. That's and awesome. And to get Tyler some clients, maybe. All it right. feels good to give.
0: Well, folks, this has been The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. You're off to the circus. I'm going to go see The Circus Vargas with my girlfriend Penelope and her niece and nephew. Find us on Facebook. Yeah, find us on Facebook. Uh, Tony Tripoli is on Facebook. Dennis Hensley's on Facebook. And then there's The Comedy Comedy Couch Couch. page on Facebook. Yeah, we'll see if we can make that. And I can try to
1: update, send out little things. I I will
0: be appearing live at Casita del Campo in Silver Lake, California, uh, November 19th. Twentieth and twenty first. Rock on. Uh, Still, I shit my pants. Tony Triple, I shit my pants. Coming, coming uh, to a town near me. Okay, uh, and um, a lot of fashion police people are going to be there. Oh, um, good. Kelly Osborne says she wants to come. Fantastic. And Joan is like, oh, I wonder if I'm around. I'd love to come and see. I don't know. It would be amazing if we could get Joan there, but that's so much to hope for.
1: Well, tell her that Liza Minnelli hauled her. Creaky ass down those yeah. stairs, and she can't let Liza outdo her. Exactly. But we have next week. We have to discuss the Liza interview and the Advocate.
0: She also said that um, she still wants me to open for. her. Fantastic. And they're looking at dates, so Fantastic. that's still going to happen. She, she loves just wanted you. me to know that that's still happening. Two doors. Uh, check out our sponsor, Doctor Kiss. It's the world's greatest lip balm. My little sister just took my last one because she's obsessed with it. All so right. Well, I got to it.
1: test. I was hanging out with Brett the other day, and he's like, he's trying to make fine-tune it a little bit and he gave me I was testing and he goes what does that feel like describe that and I'm like well, it's a little stickier than regular. I don't no, know I, like, I don't know if I no. like No. Yeah, so I you no, know, I dialed. I said, him straight. God damn
0: you, Doctor Kiss! I know. It's like the Rice Krispie treats. They're yeah, perfect. They're perfect. Just don't leave fuck it with them. Why would you? Oh. I, I, I know. He's just trying to. Now get I have to write going. an angry letter. Yeah. God, what a I horrible know. note to end on. No, but, but um, anyway,
1: on a positive note, we have another sponsor: the book "Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas" oh, by yes. Alonzo Duraldi. Hilarious. Who he's will be wonderful. appearing at the Village Variety Pack on November first so he's fantastic there, there's that
0: all righty well we love you for listening
1: we'll see you, you soon bye, bye.